This week on the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, are you selling merch? Do you know what sells? What sizes are selling? What colors are selling? Where it's being sold? It's time to look at that data that hopefully you've been gathering from past merch sales and figure out what you might need to do to make more money off your merch in 2023. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you need to succeed in this Build new- a stunning band website in minutes with Bandzoogle. Go to Bandzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Podcast.com. Subscribe on YouTube, follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Branvold, and I'm joined by Jay Gilbert. Jay, this is just another one of those where (laughs) we are truly flying by the seat of our pants. Our guest confirmed last night. No shows, no word, nothing. And it happens. It happens. Yeah. It happens. I mean, if you're a longtime listener, you know this has happened to us many times. It's, you know, it this us. is what separates the men from the boys. How well do you, how well do you react to a show getting completely sidelined and, you know, the show show must go on on attitude type of this type of thing. So anyway, before we get into, I don't know, you know, while I'm reading the the housekeeping spiels here, Jay, put on your thinking cap and come up with a topic. Um, So this week we want to uh, give a quick shout out to Bruce and everybody at HypeBot and Bands in Town. Thank you for everything you do to support the Music Biz Weekly podcast through all these many years and of course a big shout out to our sponsors bandzoogle.com built by musicians for musicians bandzoogle's an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a stunning website and epk for your music all the features you need for a professional website are already built in including dozens of fully customizable design templates tools to sell your music and merch commission free commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, integrations with Bandcamp, SoundCloud, YouTube, Bands in Town, and more, so you can easily add content from your other online profiles. And, of course, live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. They've also just added custom landing pages for musicians, where you can now easily create your own music landing pages using preset page templates and built-in funnel tools that will help get your pages up and running and added to your music marketing campaigns in just minutes. Plans at Banzoogle start at just $8.29 a month, which includes hosting and your own free custom domain name. Music Biz Weekly Podcast listeners, head over to Banzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days. When you sign up to try it out for free, use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY, all one word, and you will get 15% off the first year of any subscription. That's bandzoogle.com, promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY. And of course, discmakers.com, 
We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's musicians. Digital royalty payments are so small that selling products like CD, vinyl, T-shirts online and at gigs has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. Mm. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and as we mentioned, even T-shirts. So head over to DiscMakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs, and when you check out, use the promo code FREEBIZ, that's all one word, FREEBIZ, and you'll save up to $150 in shipping costs. Jake, you come up with a topic? Yeah, well, there's a lot. You and I will never have any problem talking about things in the music industry it's evolving and changing so fast and there's so many interesting facets of it one of the things i was just kind of thinking about is this is our first show of 2023 and as we kind of turn that corner and get into this new year you know things are changing touring's up opening up a little bit you know um the business is evolving and changing you know, some of the things that we might want to talk about is how you're preparing uh, for the year, how you're getting your business together. You know, you and I talked about some things at the end of last year, like, you know, changing your passwords and making sure that your socials were all consistent across the board and that you didn't have images of a, you know, your band with a member who wasn't still in the band or something like that. But I think as we kind of look for a topic this morning, you know, we can just look at a broader uh, sense of preparing for 2023. I mean, that, that, that's an excellent idea because, again, as we're recording this, it's only January 5th. And frankly, yeah, we're, we are now officially past all the holidays, but I'm not looking to see the industry really ramp up to full speed until about the 15th of January, until mid-month. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, this first week... People are probably slowly coming back into the office, but what they're doing is dealing with piles of emails and meeting scheduling and cleaning out old to-dos and getting ready for new to-dos and, and stuff like that. So, you know, a lot of people right now aren't necessarily, you know, head down, focusing on we're signing, That's we're right. doing deals, we're, we're, we're deep into it right now. Again, I don't, Personally, I feel like that's not going to happen until. Um, I think you're right, Mike. I think it might even be later than that, only because January is famous for things like CES is happening and Nylon, the New York London conference is coming up um, soon. And there are, there are a handful of these music industry or technology conferences that happen in mid-January too. So I think it might even be closer to the end of the month where you get back into the full-on groove with, with some of these things. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, there are a lot of people that, you know, all of January, it, they're not necessarily completely off, but they're not doing anything until beginning of February is, is when things really, really yeah. are back at full speed. So, yeah. um, as you said, what do you know, use this time to prepare for 2023 and, and, and what I'm doing for myself and a bunch of clients now is using this time to fine tune and prepare pitches. 
you know, yeah. whether it's a pitch deck, um, you know, a pitch email, uh, it's it's fine tuning, get that stuff ready now so that when everybody's ready to go, all you do is copy and paste and send that email out and you're going. It's yeah. putting together your list of what I would call your your biz dev, business development, leads, contacts. Who have you talked to over the last six months that it's like who you need to oh, follow let me, up with? Let, let me go back and nudge them. Let me go back. You know, we had a good conversation. Are they ready to make the next step? You know, put, put, put together who you want to go after and put together what you're going to send them so you can go out gangbusters. Yeah, I think that's really smart. And I think that ties back to something you and I stress often, and that is having goals, whether you're doing a tour, putting out new merch, you've got a release, whatever your thing is, whatever you're doing, make sure you sit down and have some realistic goals. Like what do you want to accomplish? Maybe it's, you want your socials to increase X percent. Maybe you want your streaming to increase. Maybe you want larger cap rooms when you tour some of those things. But I think being honest with yourself, getting out a piece of paper and just writing down for certain projects, like what are your goals this year? What are some realistic goals that you can work towards? Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, you and I have always talked about stats and numbers are so important. I'm a big believer. You've got to know where your stats are and have access to them, but you also can't get so caught up in a million different stats that all you're doing is analyzing. You're not actually being productive. So, you know, what I've done with one of my clients is, okay, it's, it, it was the end of the year. I printed out, a, you know, a last 12 month trending chart. How did, how did each social network platform, Spotify, Deezer, YouTube, what were the growth numbers month by month? Were there dips? What went up? What was going down? So you can get a picture looking back and go, Okay, am I in good shape? Am I in bad shape? Which network took a dive? Which ones are working very well? Um, and I also ran a report on merch sales. Give me the year end, what sold item by item, size by size, to look at what yeah. what worked, what moved, yeah. what's still sitting there in stock so we can sit. And, and I literally had a call with the merch company yesterday. It's like, yeah, you know, we're still sitting on smalls and mediums. They're just not moving. I don't think we need to rerun those. I don't think we need to restock those, even though it's quantity of twos and threes. No, but we're out yeah. of three XLs and four XLs because we blew out of them. Yeah, you know, looking at that sort of important numbers, and I always, I've always said the stats that are important, the prioritizing things in your career is important. And how do you prioritize things? I've always said the most, the number one priority is something that should be revenue related. Yeah. If that task is related to actually right now making you money, that's a priority. Priority two is tasks that have the potential to be revenue related, new deals, new relationships. You know, bottom, bottom priorities are, you know, not, not, it's not, I don't, I want people to take this the wrong way. Like it's not important, but you know, fixing that one letter misspelling in your bio, that's, that's not as important as something that literally could make you a thousand dollars tomorrow. Yeah. You know, you're talking about prioritization. And I think that's, 
that's crucial to know what's important and what's not. And then when you mentioned looking at the numbers, it sounds pedantic, but you want to do more of what's working and less of what doesn't. And the only way you know that is like you had mentioned, looking at the trends when it comes to your socials and streaming. But that merch thing, I think, is really important because number one, it generates revenue. And number two, it's dynamic. So what I mean by that is you'll go in there and see which products are moving and which ones maybe aren't moving as well. And you can learn from that, but you can also look to see that maybe something's not moving because you were out of it, or there was a certain size that you were out of for a certain amount of time or, and those are the things that you can learn by looking at that data. We look at the, the merch on a couple of our artists really closely because they do such good business when it comes to merch, but there's always something you can learn because it's, it evolves over time. Just because you're selling a lot of one item during, let's say the summer, doesn't mean that you're going to do that during the winter. There are different uh, seasonalities. I I mean, yeah, to to that point, you listen, you know, I, I worked, if, if you've followed the show for many years for the lifetime, you know, I worked for many years at a, a big merch company. And trust me when I say the longer a merch company has a relationship with the artist, the more data they have. And, and let me tell you, they have so much data to know what sells by city, by, by region, by time of the year, by product, by size, by color of shirt, white shirt versus black shirt, size of tour book, oversized tour book, small tour book. So, you know, if they've got a client that that they've been working with for 20 years, they can just go right in and look at the history and have a pretty freaking accurate estimate of what they can do for the next 12 months. Now, as a younger artist, you're not going to have that, but you can start building that now. You can start looking is. at that. You can start, you know, watching what your fans buy, not just are they buying the hoodie, but are they buying the hoodie in small, medium, large, XL, three, four, five XL? Um, what are what are what are females buying? How are Pin selling versus hats versus flags versus T-shirts, white T-shirt versus black T-shirt, long sleeve versus short sleeve, uh, cut off versus short sleeve, time yeah. of season. And, and, and to that point, you've also got to really be thinking about, you know, when winter hits, it's too late to start producing your winter merchandise. My, my wife is in the fashion industry. You know, they're, they're working 12 months ahead. It's just commonplace. You know, they're they're creating now what they're selling a year from now. They're not creating now what they're selling next week. You can't right. you can't move that fast. Nobody moves that fast. So, you know, you've got to be sitting here now in January going, okay, spring comes. Are most of my fans in the south? Are they in the Arctic? You know, where where are they? What kind of clothing are they gonna need when spring hits? When winter hits, that's the time to start pushing hoodies, jackets, stocking caps, stuff like that. Um, if your fans are in Australia versus the U.S., opposite seasons. You know, right. we're in the winter here right now in the U.S. Australia is in their summer. Right. So if your fans are in Australia, but you are a band based in the U.S., 
and you're cold, it doesn't pay to put out sweatshirts right now because your fans are in Australia going, I need a cutoff. I need right. shorts because I'm heading to the beach. You got to think of that stuff. And the, yeah, looking yeah. at your data is going to help you do that because merch is one of those items where, yeah, you can definitely start out as a smaller band doing print on demand, which has little overhead and upfront cost to you, but there's also little profit, small, little profit <laughs> when you do print on demand. Yeah, but it yeah. starts allowing you to build up a database of what's selling. Yeah. But at some at some point as you get bigger, you're going to do runs, meaning you're going to go yeah. out there and print 500 or 1,000 of something. And that data yeah. is going to save you from having a garage filled with 500 small T-shirts. And, yeah. you know, I was just talking to a client yesterday, and we were talking about these sizes. And, and the client, the artist, was just like, Man, I I didn't realize we were selling so many 4XLs and 5XLs. I'm like, yeah, yeah those fans from 40 years ago, years ago have gotten bigger. We all have gotten bigger as you get older. It's just a natural part of life. Yeah. But you might yeah. in your head remember what it looked like 40 years ago. That ain't the case. Yeah. So and I think yeah, that's really that important that you. Yeah. Well, what, what you're talking about, I, I think, is crucial. Um, to kind of looking at what those different products are. But remember, there's different behaviors too. There's the people who are at the shows that want the souvenir at the merch table. That behavior can be quite different than people who go to your website and buy it off your website. So you need to look at both of those. And But it can also be misleading because I've seen artists sell out of things on the road. <laughs> Yeah. Whether it's maybe they sold out a vinyl, maybe they sold out of a certain merch item, a hat or a shirt. And then when you look at the data, it says, oh, we didn't do so well on that hat. Well, is it because you didn't do well or is it because you actually didn't have enough to meet the demand? You didn't Which have enough to meet the brings... demand or the profit margin was way too small. Exactly. I mean, you're, that's another great point. I mean, it's a good time to evaluate your your pricing and look at look at what competitive light competitive artists are pricing things at the other thing i like to do at the beginning of the year because it takes so much time to plan and create vinyl today there's still quite a backlog is at the beginning of the year it's kind of a good time to start looking at your artists and if it's just you as an artist look at your release cadence and go okay you know we're thinking of maybe having this release come out I'll make up, you know, June 1st, whatever it is. Well, you can actually go ahead and reserve capacity ahead of time. There's some things that you can do when you're planning your vinyl, because vinyl is not only the vinyl, but it's the paper goods. It's all sorts of things in that planning where you can start getting the ball rolling. So it's not just, you know, you get to the point and go, okay, we have the CD download streaming. Oh, we're going to have to wait another eight months for the vinyl. But if you start kind of planning that early and start talking to the folks that produce it, you can, you can reserve capacity for that. Yep. You know, back, back to what you were talking about um, sales at shows versus online show sales are very much an impulse buy. It's a souvenir. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a souvenir. I, I can't tell you how many times I've bought something at a show and I've never wore it again. I've done it just because I wanted to, say thank you and support a and band maybe, that I discovered you planning on it when you went to the show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, 
So, you know, and, and merch companies count on that. You know, they count on that, that, that big rush of people when a show is over, walking out and buying that one item on the way out, five bucks, 10 bucks, whatever. Online sales are not <clears throat> going to be the same way. It's not a quick impulse buy. Um, and, you know, one of the things I was talking with the merch company yesterday about was, you know, we were, you know, we finished a U.S. tour. We're sell, we're trying to sell off excess inventory in the online store, and and we're talking about new new merch going in. And the consideration has to be how much of this stuff do you quote date? Meaning, do you put a year on that T-shirt? Do you put the list of tour dates on that T-shirt? Because that right. that makes it a very special of the moment product. But you're, it, 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 your, it, yeah, yeah. It's it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous um, area to be walking in because you could sit here and go, all right, let's reprint the tour T-shirt with the tour dates and 2022, 2023 on it. But how long of a life is that going to have before 2024 hits and you're doing another tour and now nobody cares about last year's tour shirt, right. which you have 500 of them still because you ran a, a rerun of it. And now yeah. you're left with warehouse knit or sitting here going, all right, my cost on that T-shirt was seven bucks a T-shirt. Let me sell them for 10 bucks in the online store just to blow them out or sell it for seven bucks and just make what I can off of shipping and handling just to get rid of it and get my money back. Yeah. You've got to look at all of those types of things when it comes to merch for selling on the road versus merch selling online store Store merch. Generally, my opinion should be less dated. It should, it should have an unlimited life to it. Meaning it's, it's an album cover, it's a logo, it's a name. It works this year and it could work five years from now. If you yeah. put 30th anniversary on it and you're trying to sell it 10 years from now, you're going to have luck. a hard time yeah. doing that. And if your store ends up being filled with so much old and outdated merch, you start looking like uh, you know, an outlet store. Yeah, and then people don't come back because they've yeah. seen it. They go there and they go, "Oh, this is old." Yeah, they've had this. this. They've they've had the same dated T-shirt for ten years. When are they getting something new? Yeah, and the other thing I've been noticing, especially around the holidays, is I went to purchase merch from artist websites, and I would say at least half the time, um, they were out of what I was trying to buy as a gift for a friend, maybe for myself, whether it was the size, whatever it was it was rampant. I, I saw it almost every time I went to look online that I would choose something and it'd be like out of stock. And it's now's a really good time for you to check those stock levels and make sure that you're replenished and that you don't, because a lot of these customers, they're not going to come back um, for those gifts that I was looking at. I'm not going to go back. Uh, they lost. Yeah, you sale. know, if especially when you don't have the item or the size at a show, if, you lose that impulse buy, you lost the sale. Yeah. Odds are it's going to be pretty hard to get them to go look online and buy it a week from now, two weeks from now or whatever. Um, so yeah, you've, 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 you've got, 
as you were talking about with vinyl, they're actually, it's not as bad when it comes to t-shirts, but there is a supply chain issue still out there lingering that's, that's impacting um, merchandise. So, and if you are doing any sort, whether it's print on demand or running your production run in advance to have inventory, you need to get a feel for like right now, what's the talk to your, your, your printing company, your merch company. What's it looking like for lead time for the next six months, 12 months? Do I need to think a little further in advance now? Um, because you, yeah, you could miss your windows. You might sit here and go, well, yeah. geez, we're not doing it until July. We got plenty of time. No, you might be needing to get those merch designs in now to get stuff printed so it gets shipped to you in time for your tour in July. So think about the lead times, not just for vinyl, but for all, all merch. I know, I know again, t-shirts, there's, there's been supply chain issues getting the blanks, the blank t-shirts that get printed on. Those are coming in from overseas, Asia. Yeah. Might be taking an extra month to get in. Delays and then also increased costs. You know, um, a lot of these things, we, we were used to them costing a certain amount. And now a lot of these merch items, because of shipping, because of fuel costs, because of petroleum, whatever it is, the costs are higher now. So that's going to weigh into your calculus as you kind of figure out what your lead times are and what you need to manufacture. Yeah. I mean, uh, sad to say, but I know there's probably a plenty of artists out there that don't even pay attention to the costs of production, but you really need to every time you do something, how much does that t-shirt blank cost? Are there quantity breaks? Does it there get it is. significantly yeah. cheaper if I move from 250 to 300 or is it 500 or yeah. what? Where are and those breaks? Where, yeah. And where, where's the product coming in from and understanding the difference between two color and four color and printing on front versus front and back versus front back and both shoulders. All of that adds cost. And yeah, you know, we all want to give our fans a fair deal, but you shouldn't hurt yourself to do that. Meaning, you know, if it ends up costing you $11 to make that t-shirt and you want to sell it for $15, you know, uh, is that $4 covering all the other expenses relating to this? Or do you need to raise the price? Do you need to go right. to $25 to give yourself some more breathing room? Do you just sell online at the same price you sell at venues? A lot right. of artists raise the price at venues because there's usually a merch cut that has to go to a venue. So, you know, a, a t-shirt might be $40 online, but they might like to sell it for 25 or $40 at a show, but they like to sell it for 25 online because there's no merch cut. But you have maybe, shipping costs. You but know, you, and... you know, maybe now that you got to have pricing that's the same online and at venues, because there's a lot of dynamic stuff involved here. Um, yeah. And again, you only are going to know this if you're watching some of the important data that that yeah. you've had historically that you keep gathering. Yeah. And one other thing, just 
it doesn't affect a lot of artists, but it, it will affect you at some point. And that is if you play outside of the United States, it could be somewhere close like Canada or Mexico. It could be in Europe. It could be anything. But when you play outside, if you ship your merch, um, you can lose all profit just, just in the shipping. So there are local places in these different territories where they can manufacture your merch locally. So you don't have to incur those large uh, shipping costs because I, I saw an artist last year who had to ship some merch over and they literally didn't make a dime on selling that merch because of all the costs they incurred in getting it there. Yeah. And, and, and related to that, even with online stores, you know, if you're using an online store and you've got, whether the warehouse is you and your garage or the merch company that's mm -hmm. based somewhere in, you know, Midwest, but if you're shipping a lot of stuff or you've got a lot of fans that are in the UK, the shipping charges are going to be more expensive yeah. to your UK fans than your US fans. And maybe you want to look into a second online store for the UK. You find an online merch company that's based in the UK and you set up and, you know, I've seen so many artists do this and you land on their website, you go to the store page it's got two links, North America, South America, Central America, Europe, and rest of the world. And it's just sending your fans to a store that might have the exact same product, but the shipping is going to be much cheaper for a UK fan to buy it from a UK-based store than it would be to yeah. buy it from your US store. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you got to pay attention to those sort of things because... You could be losing sales if if none of your UK fans want to buy something because, yeah, the shipping costs more than the T-shirt itself. Yeah, and that's Sounds not because crazy, you're being. But... It's not because you're greedy. That's just the natural cost of going to the post office or the UPS or whoever it might be. It just may cost you thirty dollars to ship it to Europe. Yeah, vinyl is notoriously expensive to ship. Yep. Yep. So think about all these things as you're moving into 2023 now, and you've got a few more weeks before things start really ramping up. Um, let's continue this discussion over at the artist community on Bands in Town. Come join us over at bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. Let's talk about... Uh, you know, what, 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 what are you doing to prep for 2023, you know, when it comes to looking at some of the important data, whether it's putting your pitch decks together, whether it's looking at trends for the last year and finding out where you need to put more work, more emphasis, looking at your merch sales. Um, let's continue that discussion over there. Yeah. And of course, uh, one more shout out to Bruce and everybody at HypeBot and Bands in Town. And thank you to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com and discmakers.com. We'll see everybody next week. Visit discmakers.com to place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use promo code FREEBIZ and get free shipping. Up to a 100 industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship this opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by... LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.